Attention all business owners, David Nagel here with an important question. Are you tired of struggling with overwhelm, feeling like you can't create a steady income and dealing with worry and anxiety because you don't have a solid plan? Believe me, I've been there and no matter what level you're at, these are all symptoms of some larger internal issues at play. If you're ready to figure out what's blocking the success that you know is meant for you, I have the solution that you've been looking for. Join me at the Art of Success Summit on June 26th through 28th, live from the comfort of your own home or office. Now over these three life-changing days, you'll learn how to overcome your terror barriers, identify your biggest blind spot, and create a plan to get you where you wanna go in record time. Don't miss this opportunity to transform your business and your life. Right now we're offering some really great cashback bonuses and our lowest ticket price, but that will increase very soon. Visit lifeisnowinc.com forward slash summit to secure your spot today. Again, that's lifeisnowinc.com forward slash summit. Hope to see you there. And now on to this episode of the Successful Mind Podcast. Hey everybody, David Nagel, welcome to the Successful Mind Podcast. The title of today's show is The Slower I Go, The More I See and The More I Experience. That is from Martin Doulard from his book, One Year on a Bike. We're going to do part two of this today, so come on in and give it a listen. You're listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. Successful people learn how to make their minds work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. Hey, everybody, David Nagel. Welcome to the Successful Mind Podcast. This is part two. Um, of talking about Martin Doulard. And the I, the thought for the day on this is the slower I go, the more I see and the more I experience. I got this quote out of his book, uh, One Year on a Bike. And, you know, the, uh, watching this guy and what he's doing, the lessons in it are just astounding. They're, they're I think I learn something every day, um, by taking in a little bit of the way that this person sees the world. And on the last podcast, I was talking about the consistency in, in what he's doing, but there's a, there's a rhythm and a poetry to it that I think sums it up in this saying, the slower I go, the more I see and the more I experience, um, which is, that's almost anathema today for the for the average person, especially when you're when you're thinking about business. Everything is about how fast can we go and how big can we go. And um, I think people don't realize that that there is there's so much we miss when that becomes the focus. We don't slow down and see what's around us. 
And I also mentioned something else that I want to just bring back into frame again, uh, which is basically this, that if I don't trust God, I can't hear God. I want you to seriously think about that today. If I don't trust God, I can't hear God, right? So you can, again, replace it with the universe or spirit or energy. I don't, I don't really care. I have no hang up on, on the words that you use. But there's something about trusting enough to step into life to the place where you, you have, you're going slow enough where you could see what the next step is for yourself. Um, I think one of the things is, as being a coach for people for so many years, for people that have been in business that, um, a lot of times they're like, Oh, I need to be five steps ahead. And I need to be thinking about what I'm doing next year and, and all this stuff to be able to stay in business and to make a profit and, and all these other things. And I'm just, you know, something I get where people come from with this ideology, but Typically, I think most of that is born out of competition. And what's interesting is that when you stop competing with life in your mind, uh, there's a uniqueness that shows up within you that nobody else can compete with. In other words, we have to find what we love to do, and then we have to have the courage to be able to do it. And one of the things that people will say is, I don't have the time, I don't have the money. I, it, they'll, they'll give you an excuse of, I don't have, and then whatever comes after that is the rationalization of how they actually think and see their world around themselves. Um. Before I before I even knew about Martin's work, uh, I was I had started to go down this road when COVID happened, um, and the truth is that there's been a lot of reasons for the things that we've done since COVID started. But one of the one of the things that was very apparent to me was that nothing would be the same again after COVID. It disrupted. Um, the illusion of the world in the way that we saw it. And it gave us a glimpse behind the curtain or a lot of different curtains, so to speak. However, whatever, it, whatever that is for people uh, that they saw, that they experienced and how it affected them and how it's going to continue to affect people. The one thing that it can't take away is what's truly in your heart for what it is that you want. I know my vision has completely changed since COVID happened. I was going in one direction before COVID and now I'm going in a completely different direction. Too much has changed. Uh, too much has changed that nobody could have ever thought was going to change. And things that are important to me now were not important to me then. I think the artistry of life, the the poetry of life, the 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 beauty of life, taking it in one day at a time and not worrying about what it is that you don't have. So back to the rationalization thing here. So I don't go too far down a rabbit hole. Um, in business, 
when I would coach somebody on making sales or making money or doing something that they needed to do to move the business forward, one of the, one of the excuses that always would come up is what a person doesn't have. They can't make the decision because they don't have the thing that they need to be able to move themselves forward. And of course, that idea, uh, when you start to develop the awareness around what it is that you're really doing, is always secondary in nature because we're, we're, there's a truth and a principle that we're completely missing. And the truth and the principle is that how we do something is not our job. That's God's job. Our job is to make the decision to do something. The question then becomes, if I, once I become aware of that idea, where am I going to start with it? Um, which is, I mean, that's a question that I'm asking even. Like, where am I going to start with that question? Why? Because every day is a new day. Here, let me give you this quote here. I have a, a Buddha quote. Each morning we're born again. What we do is what matters most. Buddha. Each morning we're born again. What we do is what matters most. I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring any more than you know what tomorrow is going to bring. Um, I've lived long enough now, I'm 57, that, you know, it's kind of like don't count your chickens type thing. I've seen things happen in my life that uh, I never would have thought Never would have thought. All the all of the big things that have turned my life in one direction or another, never saw them coming. It was like one day it was just there. Everything changed. You're going down this road, everything's one way, and then bam, something happens and everything completely changes. And it's not just that the road changes, it's the view changes, right? So you start to see a view that you never saw before. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about life. When something happens and it allows the, the view changes, which allows your perception to change and you begin to see things a bit different. In, like in the direction of the podcast, one of the directions that I want to take it is more about people that have chosen to do what they love uh, in life and viewing success from that aspect rather than uh, like the how much can I get or achieve aspect. That's, I mean, I, because the, how much I can get or achieve aspect is so commonplace now. Like it, it's everywhere. It's everybody. Sh and it's, to me, there's, there's almost a grossness about it in the sense that it's all about, Hey, look at all my shit. Look at how much shit that, that I have. And, uh, look at all the women I have or all the guys that I have and all the toys that I have. And it's like, when I was, when I first started studying success, I wasn't, I didn't study success from that perspective. That's not, I mean, did I want to get things? Absolutely. I'm not going to say that I didn't. I don't know anybody, like when you don't have things, you want things, right? That's that, I think that's a, a natural part of the thing. But for me, when, when, when I had a big wake up call, when I was driving the forklift and I tripled my income in a month. And I began to be very curious about what caused that. How did that happen? Um, I was more intrigued with the fact that it could happen. And how come more people didn't know that this could happen? And there was actually something that we could do to affect that actually happening. And then I wanted to help people with that idea. That's the road that I started going down. Um, 
in the beginning, if you know my story, the only things I wanted were to be able to take care of my family because I was doing a terrible job of that in the beginning. When I was a young man in my 20s, I wasn't responsible. I was making all the wrong decisions. I didn't know, I didn't know much about anything. It took a, it took a long time and a lot of work to get my life in a, in a direction that, uh, that made some sense. But the one thing that never became uh, important in those years was, are you doing what you love and are, you know, like what's beautiful to you? which is one of the things that Martin focuses on and what he's doing, like what's beautiful to you. I was first introduced to that through Bob Proctor. Uh, and it was a, it was an interesting, it was an interesting experience because there were, there was a question that he used to ask people all the time. He would say, are you in love? And of course, when I first heard that, I was relating it to relationships like, are you in a relationship where, where you're in love? And of course, that's when I would listen to people answer the question, we would, he would ask, most of the people would answer it that way. But as time went on, I realized he wasn't asking it necessarily about a person. He was asking about life. He was asking about what it is that you, what it is that you do. Um, who are you with? What are you doing? right? Are you doing something that's beautiful? Are you doing something that's elegant? Are you doing something that's really pulling uh, at your heart? Um, when I started reading uh, the Edinburgh, Edinburgh and Dory lectures on mental science, um, there's, there's chapters in there about beauty uh, and there's chapters in there on love and how like those inner values really should be directing us in our life. But you have to ask the question, is that what directs you in life? I was just talking to a group of people and what was directing them in life was the values of what they couldn't do. So they had to bring up a different value in order to be able to live. I've often said, you know, if you don't master money in your life, um, and I'm not talking about how much you have, but my, my, concept of wealth has always been, I shouldn't say it's always been, it changed because in the beginning it was, you know, like lottery money, have as much as you possibly can. But over time it changed to being able to manifest that money in your life whenever you need it, however much you need it. If you had that skill set and you had that awareness, that's really what true wealth is. It's not stacking it in buckets behind the house, so to speak, right? It's the ability to manifest it from the universe. So there's an elegance and a beauty to that also. And believe me, everybody, everybody can master that skill. We all have the rudiments of it inside of ourselves. But when you don't learn that, what ends up happening is you go through life being reduced to the level of the problems that you're experiencing. And the problem dictates your experience in life. When, when you create a vision for where you want to go, if you create that vision out of the thing that lights your heart up, then I think you're bringing a different level of, of beauty. Um, on the last podcast that I did, I was going to mention that the, the way that I see the beauty that, that Martin's doing with these cabins is very similar uh, to what Francis Malman uh, has done with food in the shows that, that he's made. I became very intrigued with Malman a number of years ago. 
on Netflix. Brandon, do you remember the name of the show on Netflix that Mulman was in um, when we started watching him? It was it was a it was a food show, but I don't remember the name of it. With Chef's Table, it was season one. Season one, yeah, season one. Season one, Chef's Table, Francis Mullman. If you've never watched that, go go watch it. And then I think you'll see the similarities between Mullman and uh, and Martin. That I, I've had a, an opportunity to meet Francis Mullman a couple of times and eat his food and experience uh, kind of his view in the world. Um, uh, watching the way that he lives down in Patagonia, um, and then, of course, it was no coincidence that that when uh, then when Martin went on his bike ride for the second time, um, he ended the trip ended in Patagonia, which I thought was an interesting kind of coincidence, if you believe in such things. Uh, but but there's a beauty and it, and these two men are driven by the beauty that's inside of them. Right. To to experience the richness of that in life. And I think the great poets have always given us that, right? They've challenged the way that we think to be able to see something um, that's different. But but I'll tell you this, the way that we're living today really seems to me that we don't look at anything long enough to be able to see the beauty in it. Hence the idea of slowing down, right? Like if we would just slow down enough to be able to look at something and contemplate it and admit to ourselves that something was beautiful because right now in the world, we're looking at so much damn ugliness. It's, it's unbelievable. And it's constantly being thrust uh, in our face. It's no wonder more and more people are walking away from what they see to go do something, to be in nature, to, to try to perfect something that's inside of them to, to manifest it without in their life to be something that is that that takes courage and it takes dedication and it takes consistency um, in order to be able to do. So um, in this second piece, what I wanted to to present to you was this idea of what if you slowed down, right? Let's take this idea and think about it. What if you were to slow down? What if you were to just back the pace down a little bit and really start to be more aware of what you're doing on a regular basis? Um, I've noticed that with my clients, since I started doing this uh, when COVID started, it had a very unexpected result. And I'm not going to pretend that I was some genius that figured this out. It actually happened by pure chance. My intention was to help people think through a difficult time. And through the way that we did it with the consistency that we did it in over a period of time, it had extraordinary results in the success of most of the people that went through the program. And I think it was because people slowed down enough to be able to think and, and respond and tweak and master the things that they were doing without bouncing from one thing to another and not mastering anything. Because really, that's the key to mastering. You have to do something consistently over a period of time um, and really pay attention to what you're doing and put your heart into it. If your heart's not in it, uh, it's never going to be beautiful for you, right? It's always going to be just, you know, on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. And... Um, I think, you know, that's probably what's creating part of what's creating so much mental illness in the world. 
that we're living in. People's brains and their hearts and their emotions just can't keep up um, with the life that they're that they're living. And but we have a choice. We can do something totally different. We can choose the life that we're going to live. We can live it more elegantly. We can live it in a way where we love what it is that we're doing. We can slow down. We can slow. And when I say, you know, Proctor used to say, when you slow down, he would be like, you really don't slow down. I'm trying to think. He would say, calm down. And when you calm down, you speed up. That's the way that he used to put it. <clears throat> He'd be like, you can go through the world really quick, but, but there's a calmness of being, of energy to yourself where you can absorb what's actually happening in the world. And you could be creative and you could be artistic and you can, you can put these bits of beauty in, in the business that you're doing. Get rid of the idea of competing with your neighbor. Like if it's funny when I listen to business people talk about like they're great competitors and it's all about competition. These are very smart people. They don't ever stop to think that when you're competing, the, the object becomes to put your opponent out, right? How can we possibly live in harmony if we're constantly looking at putting our opponent out? Uh, that's great for sports because that's fun. That's something different. Those are different rules. But in business, it really shouldn't be about competition. It should be about collaboration. It should be about creating. It should be, I don't have to be better than the person next to me. I just have to be me. That's the idea. So, Again, the slower I go, the more I see and the more I experience. I'm going to leave you with that for the day. Really think about it as it pertains to your life. And I'll see you on the next Successful Mind podcast. Hey, everybody, David Nagel, thank you very much for listening today. I think the overall message for today was just slow down, pay attention to what you're doing, make sure you're doing the thing that you want. We don't have two chances at this life. We only have one. So it's important that we're really choosing the thing that we want. Love you guys. Have a great day. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to learn more, go to lifeisnowinc.com. I'll see you next week.